Hey everyone, it's Kai and Lafayette, and this is The, the Theory, Theory of Living. Living. Thanks for tuning in. We are able to bring you this episode thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon is a subscription-based platform where people can provide support for content creators like us. Thanks to our Patreon members and supporters, we are able to provide free content on the podcast and weekly episodes. By being a Patreon member, you'll have access to our entire podcast library, full video and audio episodes, along with much more. If you like this episode and you feel it adds value to your life, or you hate it, please subscribe on Patreon and or leave your review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to mention it to your friends over your next beer. Truly, thank you again, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We're back. Guess who's back? Who's back? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you? <laughs> or us. Well, we're back. On today, we have a very exciting guest for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably can't see him because you're not in the studio with us, but he speaks yeah. Korean. Mm-hmm. And he's known yeah, multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today, we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. travel. Yes. So I'd like to start uh, with a quote. Uh, Charlemagne, uh, the the great Charles the Great, I'm sorry, famously said that to have another language is to possess a second soul. And, um, you know, this is a tribute to the fact that our, our ideas are bound by language. Mm. But also this expansion of uh, cognitive capacity is also attributed to the fact that uh, learning a new language is to immerse oneself in new culture, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I think that's why he said it. And then, you know... Um, I speak Korean. I grew up in Korea as well. You um, speak Korean? I don't believe you. I do. Okay, I do. well, for the listeners out there that know, Onyong mm-hmm. Haseyo is the formal hello. Could you, could you lay a little more Korean on us? Um, Just so we believe you. Yeah, sure. Fact check us. Uh, what, what should I say? Say the quote in Korean. Basically, loosely translate the quote. Oh, okay. Chalimeinun, uh, 이런 말을 했어요. 다른 언어를 한다는 것은 두번두 uh, 번째 영웅을 갖는 것과 같다. Oh man, I wish I could repeat that back. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fact check that out there for all our Korean listeners yeah. out there. There was a, a spontaneous translation, but I think it was good. But anyway, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I can really attest to uh, that that quote. I, I I really understand what that means. You know, so, so you really can't separate culture and language mm-hmm. it's just not possible right so would you say with your experience having traveled obviously you've uh-huh. moved to the u.s you've been uh-huh. here for over 10 years now mm-hmm. and you obviously have a very different experience with yes. travel mm-hmm. and language because a lot of people in korea mm-hmm. can read english to some degree or, you know it's taught yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. so would you say though your experience and understanding of English mm-hmm. and the language and the cultural elements is greater because of the travel? Do you think you have a more comprehensive understanding? I know the answer is yes, but Absolutely. how much differently do you think it is versus somebody who lives uh, in Korea and can speak it, but only live in Korea? Day and night, completely <laughs> different thing. Yeah, it's not even it's not even remotely close to what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna talk about this more in depth later, but like, I mean, we've talked about this so many times, even outside of this subject which is you know there's massive difference between knowing it and experience it right mm-hmm. i think it really aligns with that um same context here that yes i've learned uh i learned english in korea i read a lot i um even 
you know, watching TV, uh, movies, and listening to music. All those are uh, ways of uh, experiencing culture, right? Mm-hmm. But it is indirect experience, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a limit to it. Because when I say experience it, it's more than, you know, perceive it and then process it. It's actually uh, interacting with the elements of the culture directly firsthand. You know, I mm-hmm. think that's the difference. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. in today's age, when we think of travel, we kind of mm-hmm. summarize it in going to a beautiful mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. and maybe taking pictures there and recording some type of facet of our life yeah. in that environment. And we yeah. don't really take into account the cultural aspect mm-hmm. and the requirement to actually travel. To get the mm-hmm. full benefit of travel, you have to be adventurous. Yes. And what does an adventurer does? He explores. Mm-hmm. He takes action. You have to be engaged. Yes. So in today's age, you know, not to say everybody's victim to this, but I think we have a gross misrepresentation of what mm-hmm. travel is. And when yeah. we hear quotes about travel... We also falsely conflate the mm-hmm. idea of current day travel. Yeah, Travel meant something so much differently mm-hmm. in the past for so many people mm-hmm. because there wasn't an effective way to document it via pictures. Right. And then again, a lot of people didn't write necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or if they did, it was a more personalized, stylistic, journal type way. Yeah. And they were forced to engage with the culture. Mm-hmm. You didn't have Google Translate. You didn't have websites you could pull up. Yeah. You had to go and talk to somebody Potentially yeah. somebody who didn't understand you, speak your language, mm-hmm. and try to suss out the information you needed yes. and build relationships out of that. Mm-hmm. And so you got a very different experience of travel. Absolutely. It's not your mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, social media representation of being somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's actually being with the people, understanding. And then again, mm-hmm. like you were saying, our language is bound by these yeah. concepts. And the culture uses language to relate ideas and concepts yes. to the culture, and they mm-hmm. play off each other. Mm-hmm. So just like you're saying, it's it's critical mm-hmm. to engage into the culture yeah. to actually get the experience yeah. of travel. Because traveling in of itself, <clears throat> by definition, is mm-hmm. just going from one place to another. Yeah. So, yeah, I think two things I'd I like to uh, comment on your perspective. One... I agree with you that because of our uh, technology and use of other uh, convenient methods, you know, it really robs our potentially our experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, in interacting with locals and interacting with um, the cultural elements, right? Because even small thing like, oh, how do I get to that place from here? Like long time ago, you would you would have to talk to the person there, locals, yeah. to find out the way. But now you don't really have to. Mm-hmm. So it completely eliminates the the interaction with um, people there, right? Yes. So in a way, I mean, we, I mean, that comes with a convenience too, right? Because it's a lot more convenient or a lot more effective to find a way with your Google Maps, whatever. But it uh, really eliminates the interaction part that we can potentially have with locals there. So I guess, um, you know, there's there was a loss, but there's a, a gain as well. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Again, you're mm-hmm. still at a better position than somebody who does not travel. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. by the nature of the traveling, you're mm-hmm. going to be forced to be put in a situation where mm-hmm. you have to engage with the culture. Yeah. And then you're going to be forced to mm-hmm. either try to bend and learn to adopt yeah. you know, certain aspects of that culture mm-hmm. in order to have enjoyment in it. 
Right. Or you're just going to have a negative experience and never go travel again. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. And also, uh, we're talking about this limitation of uh, a cultural experience with language. Like, I have a great example. So, there's a Chinese letter. Um, it's called Hyo. Hyo? Uh, what it is is that... I would, by the way, the word it doesn't exist in English, by the way. Mm. Um, I mean, you can translate, uh, you can explain, and you can describe the uh, concept of the word, but the word itself doesn't exist. Mm. But Hill is a uh, virtue of children who uh, that takes care of their parents well. You know, that's what mm. it means, the word itself. But the word is a combination of two different letters in Chinese. Um, there is a, a one word that goes to the top of the word. It means old person or elderly. And the bottom of the word is a child. So basically, mm. an old person on top of child, meaning that the child, the younger, takes care of the older. Ah, right? so okay. That's the combination of two words that means, defines what, what child should do as, a, you know, um, as an offspring to their, to their parents. Mm. But that word... Uh, Again, doesn't exist in English, right? Interesting. So you can learn the concept of that word, obviously by reading it mm-hmm. <laughs> or hearing from someone like me. But if you would talk to someone who really lived their lives with that concept, you know, in mind mm-hmm. throughout their lives, I mean, you will have just completely different experience or description of the word yeah. through their lives, right? That's completely different things. That's very interesting because that yeah. also pertains, at least in Japanese culture, in regards mm-hmm. to the number, the greater number is on top. Mm-hmm. So for the Japanese company I worked for, uh, the machine when they, for the films, mm-hmm. so this is a part of the machine that receives basically mm-hmm. the material that's going to yeah. be used. It's films one on the bottom, films mm-hmm. two on top. Right. So it seems similar conceptually, mm-hmm. at least to this. And when you can see that and understand it conceptually, all mm-hmm. the other things in that culture, mm-hmm. you can probably derive a specific meaning from, of importance. Yeah. Or what the lower one does to the higher yeah. one, hierarchically. So without yeah. that, you would just have no, you would just think, oh, they just write write it that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually have a meaning behind it. But yeah. in specific cir- circumstances like this one, it, apparently it's a very yeah. strong meaning. Yeah, it's right, true. And then, you know, you just, speaking of uh, Japanese culture, because we've experienced that uh, in, in many different ways, that um, if, if you look at their machines, especially the semiconductor equipment, they're, you know, one of the one of the best in the world. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's um, very meticulous, uh, very precise in terms of, I mean, they still make errors just like any other machines, but comparably speaking, um, it's way more complex, way more uh, precise and easier to maintain. I mean, all of that, right? But you really see that crucially exists across the board like when i was in japan for example i had never seen anything like that i was going down uh uh, on an escalator Mm -hmm. to get a subway and um the the cleaning people were cleaning the handrail of the uh, escalator i had never seen anything like that in my whole life wow as it's being actively used yes yes that was this was before covid by the way so i was like wow and then another thing the trains and subway, they were like on time, like on schedule, <laughs> on the dot, like mm-hmm. mostly, like just a few seconds difference, but mostly they operate according to the schedule. 
Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, some may say that, oh, isn't that, shouldn't that be the case anywhere? But it's not. It's definitely not. <laughs> if you've gone to and lived in a lot of different yeah, places. So, like, I could, I could experience that、uh, meticulous aspects of the culture from different elements of the culture. I mean, I had known about it, I had experienced about it, but also experiencing it in different ways was really refreshing, you know, experience. Yeah, you can have、yeah. a deeper sense of appreciation、yeah. for those ideals and those、mm-hmm. ethics. And again, that's because that culture has arranged their value system、mm-hmm. in such a way that they value specific things greater than others. Yeah. Which is why you have that attention to detail,、mm-hmm. the precision. Yes.、Um, you know, being very anal about、yeah. punctuality、mm-hmm. and all these other elements. But that's because they came from a historical place.、Mm-hmm. And that's what survived over time and was passed、mm-hmm. down for many generations.、Mm-hmm. And once you get, I mean, I think this is a wonderful thing.、Mm-hmm. Once you engage with that experience and that culture,、mm-hmm. you can adapt some of those values. You have now new stimuli to understand、mm-hmm. the world can be rearranged in a different way and、mm-hmm. still be functional、yeah. and better in some ways and maybe worse in other ways. But you're now exposed to something completely new、mm-hmm. and it kind of really erodes. Your ideals and your ideas、yeah. about the way the world should be. Yeah. Rather than you start seeing the world as it should be, you see how it can be. And I think there's a great value in that because you can take home a lot of this stuff and incorporate in your life, in your community, and affect、mm-hmm. the culture in the place you live. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's just a very empowering thing. Yeah. Because I think oftentimes we don't even realize there's different ways the world can be.、Mm-hmm. But because we grew up in one place, we、mm-hmm. haven't been anywhere. And we've only been exposed to so much media、right. or specific types of media, which、yeah. are just you know, depictions of reality cut up in a specific way.、Mm-hmm. We're trapped in this box、mm-hmm. and think the world is one way when it's、yeah. so many different ways. Like, could you imagine if we thought there was only one flower? Yeah. It would be crazy. That would be preposterous to even think about. I、But、said it, fl- yes, I can't imagine. Oh,、I'm、you can、kidding. imagine? Okay, well, he can imagine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> But a lot of people,、right. mm-hmm. you know. For better or worse, in some situations,、yeah. truly think the culture and time period they live in、mm-hmm. is the only way and the best way, just、yeah. by nature being the only way. Right. And there's a great quote attributed to St. Augustine who said, The world is a book, and those who do not travel have only read one page. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right there, that alone should、mm-hmm. maybe cue into. Your perception、mm-hmm. or what you think you have figured out, if you have it、yeah. all figured out.、Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to be said about travel.、Yeah. And oftentimes I feel it's unfortunate that it's been capitalized on for the social status and credit. Because、mm-hmm. if you go travel and nothing changes、mm-hmm. with your views, the way you interface with life,、mm-hmm. uh, that would be very unfortunate. Because、mm-hmm. it's one of the few times in your life. Where you're actually going to have everything challenge and you can really think about things critically and differently.、Mm-hmm. And there can be so much joy.、And、like we、yeah. talked about, even this is just a non ideal representation、mm-hmm. of what the experience will bring you. Yeah. Because it's so multifaceted. I mean, the smells are different, the、mm-hmm. sounds are different. Yeah. Everything is just so different.、Yeah. It's such an exciting thing to see. Or, yeah. It might be,、uh, it can be extremely difficult too. Yeah. Because you're forced to deal with the realization that,、mm-hmm. again, maybe the way you thought things are are not the best, 
best mm-hmm. way or yeah. you have to just kind of come to terms with that right yeah i think in a way that that experience is powerful um is that because we engage all the senses right it's more than when you read about other culture read about traveling oh it's awesome because you know even though you're not there through words you know which is you know by basically your vision you know you Mm -hmm. you take in all the words and then you can't you know um stimulate the imaginative part of your brain and you know that alone can be great don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong but when you're actually there right experiencing firsthand like you use all the senses yeah right yeah that's 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 why it is so memorable so impactful when you're there i'm not saying that traveling is you know the solution for everything or you should everybody should i mean there are a lot of arguments actually against traveling too i mean against the idea that you have to be there and experience it firsthand to um get the benefits of traveling right Mm -hmm. um expanding your you know um Horizon. I mean, that's the most common expressions used, all that. But there are uh, arguments against it too. Um, I think one of the famous ones was Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah, I'm not familiar. What do you say? I I forgot exactly, but we know there are great thinkers who have never traveled before. Oh yeah. So we know it can be done. Like you know, the requirements for um, deep and meaningful thoughts. Um traveling doesn't have to be there i guess that's what i'm saying you know sure it's, it's not a mandatory or it's not prerequisite for it but that doesn't mean that traveling is bad or the benefits are not real sure right i would say though those great philosophers mm-hmm. who did not travel mm-hmm. um in older time periods you think they could have done better yes <laughs> only here's here's the only thing right. though because Time has changed mm-hmm. the ability to travel for the, mm-hmm. the world drastically. Yeah. So the accessibility of traveling mm-hmm. now is greater than it's ever been. Yeah. It's almost, uh, you know, I know it's not a one-to-one comparison, mm-hmm. but nowadays, if you live in a country like the U.S. Uh-huh. and you have means to make money, save money, mm-hmm. and actually go and do these things, it's as accessible as reading mm-hmm. a book is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. If you're willing to put effort into it. And I think a lot of these philosophers... Right would have mm-hmm. again traveled in that regard with the accessibility yeah, being be. what it is now and a lot of the, yes. and a lot of philosophers did travel mm-hmm. as well you know once that had money right so yeah again a lot of the philosophers depending on what generational and um, the convenience as well right yeah, i mean back course. then it was not it was not like they could fly right yeah so, exactly mm-hmm. and you know they also may not have realized the vast complexness Mm-hmm. of life because they weren't exposed to it you know right. they got their information their representation mm-hmm. of reality yeah. not only through the ideas and what mm-hmm. they thought but through the reality they engaged with right so we're offered such a unique opportunity to engage with a very mm-hmm. different slice of reality than yeah. anybody who's before us has and yeah. the ideas that will come from it potentially can be different yeah. you know they can be great i'm not saying necessarily greater worse mm-hmm. but different and that alone is exciting yeah you could have an idea that somebody else is you know maybe never packaged in that way mm-hmm. or an idea that's never been yeah. thought before mm-hmm. maybe unlikely but you know i think worthy of investigation yeah and i like what sure. you said about traveling with all your senses because mm-hmm. it reminds me of a quote from uh confucius who mm-hmm. said wherever you go go with all your heart mm. i think that's the biggest one yeah 
you know and i know trying to define the heart is very difficult yeah so when i say that i hope right. i hope it can speak in a way that's understandable mm-hmm. with your heart you know intention intention openness yeah. determination care yeah you know purpose, a lot of these meaning yeah, yeah. these positive yeah. attributes yeah. that's what we want to have yeah. when we go to these places yeah and i think that's just wonderful that's awesome yeah i mean it's just i think more awesome knowing that he lived over 2000 years ago right it's still applicable today yeah. i mean even back then imagine how hard it was to make a trip right yeah I mean, even going back to Heraclitus, mm-hmm. he said, those who wish to know about the world must learn about it in its particular details. Mm-hmm. That alone, mm-hmm. particular details, yeah. unique, mm-hmm. anecdotal. Yeah, These are the type of details he's referring to. Yeah. You know, you can have a statistical and a quantitative view mm-hmm. of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we can Google, we can find mathematical data yeah. to suggest specific things about the world. Yeah. But that doesn't even come close to capturing what the real actually or sorry what the world actually is Mm -hmm. and that's why you know a lot of people are dismissive of anecdotal data yeah but isn't that what kind of propels us to keep living life to want to live the feeling of experience the way we interface with the quantitative yeah more so than just the quantitative in and of itself yeah you know denied of emotion and all its complexity yeah i just want to engage with that world yeah i think you know the great thing about traveling is that when we when we talk about life um we typically talk about two things like in a broad way mm-hmm. one is meaning or purpose mm-hmm. and the other one is happiness like people sometimes debate which one's more important which one you should you know go after mm. right certainly you and i agree that <laughs> happiness is not uh most most fundamental part of part of life or yeah. because happiness can come in a shallow way too that's why right yeah. i mean it doesn't really require meaning or pu- purpose to be happy but anyway i'm not really going into that direction of uh, uh discussion but the great thing about traveling is that it catches both right mm, yeah and that's why traveling is so awesome so exciting it's because, two birds with one stone yeah i mean you can create I mean, whether or not, I mean, there are so many different ways of uh, traveling that can be related to, that can be related to, uh, you know, meaning or purpose of life, Mm -hmm. but certainly can impact your perspective. And in that sense, also related to, you know, meaning or purpose of your life. Yeah. In a sort of indirect way. I mean, it could be, there could be dramatic events that can directly impact your purpose of your life, for sure, that can happen. But that's unlikely, right? Mm-hmm. But at least it can impact your uh, impact on your heavy impact on your um, perspective and you know ideas, yeah. views, and things like that. So I would argue that it's at least indirectly related to uh, how you can form or uh, modify or adjust your purpose. Yeah, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, I would argue travel is a necessity to live a good life. And again, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to travel thousands of miles to get this yeah. experience culturally. Yeah. You can travel regionally yes. to such vastly different areas. Yeah. Even within the US, there are subsects of different people yeah. and groups of people and ideologies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to the south, you go to the northeast, west coast. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things here. Absolutely. And the cool thing is yeah. 
because we live in the U.S. with a diverse melting pot of people, mm-hmm. you can just go to Absolutely. a different community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, go to the local, you know, China Mart and things like that. You mm-hmm. know, the districts. Yeah. Um, there's tons of different cultures and people that mm-hmm. still celebrate their heritage mm-hmm. today. And you yeah. can really catch it and grab a glimpse of that without mm-hmm. leaving far from home. And that might propel you to be like, oh, shit, man, I want to I want to go see actual Spain. or mm-hmm. I want to go to Korea. You know, like I really enjoy aspects of this culture. Right, I want to go there right. and be a part of it, you mm-hmm. know, and you might find community in different cultures because they have different value systems, mm-hmm. things that you would have maybe never imagined. That's this week's short version of the episode of the Theory of Living Podcast. Thank you for listening with us. We're Lafayette and Kyle. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you'd like to help support us, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive content, early access, and full versions of the podcast. Also, please share with others who you think may find value in our discussion. Leave a rating, a review, and please subscribe. Thank you again. See you next time.